0: Welcome to another episode of Matrix Assassins. Have you ever felt an instant connection to an Instagram page before where you really resonate with their aesthetic and their content and immediately hit the follow button? That's how I felt when I saw the Estegua Project's content being shared all over Instagram and I knew I needed a follow. I reached out and found out his name is Martino and he is with us in the flesh, but virtually. Meet the man behind Estegua Project, our friend in Matrix Assassin, Martino.
1: Hi, everybody. So, I'm Martino. I'm from Italy, actually. I'm Italian. Um, Learned to speak English in Canada. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to present my project and everything that I'm doing and um, all the topics that I'm talking about. I I, I love what I'm doing. I do it because, uh, actually, there's not really a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's just happening. So, yeah, I'm just excited to share all of it with you guys and see where this conversation is going to go.
0: A couple of months ago, I had seen this Estegua project. It was actually a symbol. Um, And I saw this watermark on this beautifully composed Instagram. And then on top of it, it was layered with this amazing type of like, I want to call it like a fifth dimensional type of aesthetic. And so when I looked at the page I just saw all of these really really interesting topics like one of them was the like you talk about the great flood you talk about the illusion of texting you talk about hyperspace synchronicity and it was just a really different thing and these different thoughts and um, yeah so I instantly hit follow and so I'm super excited to have you so let's talk about like What, like the start of Estegua Project on Instagram. And and before we go into it, anybody that's listening that has their phone out, please check it out. It's at Estegua, E-S-T-E-G-U-A, Project on Instagram. You guys can follow along with us.
1: Right on. So I, like the project started, so I started publishing on Instagram was September of last year. So it's been a few months. It's not been that long. Um, But the the idea, of course, started way before that. Um, I guess my spiritual awakening was when it started and uh that was i guess now four years ago almost and when when i went through my awakening which was actually a sudden awakening and i'm sure we'll talk about it later um but i right away i got this uh, this idea this concept that i was gonna like i'm gonna propose and offer a, a new perspective on reality and kind of put together uh, a new idea, a new vision, a new point of view from where to see all these things that, that I've talked about. Right. And and throughout my life I've always been interested in like science and everything that has to do with uh, where where do we come from and who we are and what what's happening, right? Like what what's this, you know? And so uh so yeah just like all the topics that you see like for example the great flood and all this stuff it's stuff that like was has been in my mind for years even maybe before spiritually awake and see uh, new uh, new dimensions, literally. Uh, I, I always been interested in like m- many of these topics and uh, the matrix, uh, what's happening in the world. Um, so I guess that stegway is just a way to bring everything together and start the next step of my life, which is to bring this down into a new con- like and give to the people, offer to the world a new idea and. A new way to live life, to a new way to see things, and a way, new way to actually yeah, wake up in the morning and and behave in the world instead of just thinking that life is society, you know. Instead of thinking that this is life, like, I I want people to when 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 people hear the word life, I don't want them to talk to think about what they're doing or like careers and stuff. I just I, I want them to hear the word life and just the their their mind just flashing. Forests, rivers, um, ocean, stuff like that. You know that that has to be like we have to go back to be our natural selves and be attached and be in tune with who we are. So mm-hmm. that's 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 a core statement. That's really it. Like, that's and everything that comes with it is just is just stuff that I like that I yeah just just stuff that comes through me and I I want to share with the world. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah. that was so well put. I just want to say I've also been a follower now for quite a while. Um, and I just love how the information is presented and it's in small, like small pieces. So it's very digestible. It's not overwhelming. And I just think it's a great way to be able to share a concept in such a quick, fast paced way, you know, just reposting, sending to a friend, um, just kind of the synchronicities that come up when you might come across a topic that you've been researching and you actually see someone else posting about it. I think that's, what's so awesome about your account. Thanks.
1: Yeah. well yeah i i I tried to like at the beginning it was kind of it was kind of an exercise to just put uh in a few words you know the concept because sometimes you start going over and then you look at what you wrote, and it's like half a page you're know, like mm-hmm. well, I, can't, I can't really post that right
2: exactly so it took me a
1: while <laughs> I took a few months to get on on the right rhythm but i I think that I'm now I'm getting to a point where I can actually sh- I, I'm starting to share like the in, in big concepts in a few words just because uh I also I also think that people who have been following me now that there is a lot of material if they don't understand maybe something they can go back and look at something else and then maybe be like oh that's what he meant right there and so kind of go back there and understand better what's what, what I was trying to share. So but yeah this has been an exercise actually I'm, like right now I'm actually trying to write down uh, I don't know if it's going to become a book or something but it's some it's a long process and every hour every hour I every day I write for a couple of hours at night and um so with this practice that i had for a few months doing posts now it's it's getting it's coming pretty good so hopefully soon i'll be able to like share an actual work and in, in a little book or something something like quick but
0: that is actually awesome. yeah. that would be cool you can make yeah. your instagram into a book
1: not uh, yeah, 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 yeah there's <laughs> a lot of
0: artists that do that it's really cool um okay so we talked about maybe some of like the ideas and the topics and we're going to go like in depth on a couple of them because they're, they're so like, they are, they they make me think of reality in a completely different way. When you're scrolling mindlessly on Instagram, these are the types of topics that make you stop, whether it's because of the image or, and on top of that, like what you're saying, which is, it's, it's really cool. And I also love to seeing your, seeing your stuff being shared on other really big accounts, which is really awesome. That has to be super gratifying.
1: That is, uh, that is, yeah, there is one account that probably a lot of people that are hearing this podcast know, which is 5D Awakening.
0: He was and on our podcast last, last night. night. Last night. Nice. Yes, you
1: don't have to listen okay. to that yeah, one. I, we're, we're actually, I'm talking to him, like, sometimes we just, like, we are planning, we're talking about maybe doing a podcast yeah that would right? be, that, we, we we literally started talking like every time that we talk now we like sometimes we just send each other some messages and now now we're getting to the point where we're like actually like sending each other audio messages so i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that soon we're gonna have a call or something <laughs> and that's gonna make like uh, the, wow kind of, so,
2: Little but yeah no i like
1: that he's, he's the kind of like that i, I really like that account because he was yeah. the first like when i started getting sorry thinking about coming into instagram and being like doing my own project that was the first account that i found and i was like this is amazing. I was mm. impressed. The, the map is, is, is the, the great awakening map for who doesn't know what I'm talking about. There is this, this thing called the great awakening map. And I think it's one of the biggest, like the best modern works of of, of art of in, the, in the sense of putting yep. information together. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great because until a few years ago, that would have meant nothing because the power of the great awakening map comes from the fact that we can research that instantly Like, if you have a, a computer you can be like what's that and so when you're bored you can literally just look at a, an in a set of doors for for for, for the truth for, for exiting the matrix you know for, for like mm-hmm. getting getting out of it and and yeah it's it's uh it's really an amazing it's, it's really an amazing thing sometimes I, I i'll say it sometimes i even like when i when i want to post but i really don't know exactly why i just go see the map and be like just see something. I'm like, I like that. And I just start writing about that. And like, I feel inspired about it. So wow. that's an account that I really, yeah. yeah.
0: What a synchronicity. It we're is
1: literally
2: the last that's, night or, or for crazy. three hours.
1: Right on. Right yeah. On. So you
2: yeah. guys will be back to back. It was meant to be. Yeah. You it was
0: to- totally <laughs> meant to be. Wow. That's
2: wild. <laughs> yeah. He's like the nicest person too. He's so sweet. Yes, he was so awesome. Just so down to earth and so easy to talk to. Perfect. Mm -hmm. It was just such a great conversation.
1: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I want to learn like a little bit more about you because you had mentioned, and we did talk, we did talk on like offline a little bit and you had mentioned, you know, when you were younger that things just didn't seem right. Things didn't feel right. Reality was a little.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to like go into that?
1: yeah just um yeah i went to i came to canada and as an exchange student i was oh, 17 and that was then that was another experience another thing another new uh, view, point of view on reality and and that's where i started to feel that there was something more about everything because i don't know i, I was i was you know you're at the beach and you look at out at the ocean or you're just in a forest and and you have this feeling that's that it's happening, but you don't know what because it's so ineffable. You can't really think about it. It's just happening. There is this beautiful thing that is keep happening, it's the present moment, and sometimes it's really, really beautiful. And and that was really catching me because I was like, This is beautiful. I mean, that was insane. I was like, this is literally amazing. And so everything I started seeing everything as something amazing because there was a new completely new society. In North America, you guys are way more open than in Europe. So that was like an opening for me, I, like where I always felt until that point, like kind of like people putting pressure on me because of, of of this difference. Now I was like, yo, you know what? Like Here I can just literally be whoever I am. Mm-hmm. And so that was, and that was of course, just because I changed, it wasn't North America or Europe or something. It was just, I got out of my own place and th- there is definitely much more nat- nature here, which helps. <laughs> but that difference just made me realize that, I was a free I am a free being. I'm just I can do whatever I want just because i I exist. And you know, it's I it since the by the time that you respect life and you're in love with the world, you can literally do whatever you want because you're not mm-hmm. gonna hurt anybody if you're mm-hmm. really in love with anybody. So wait, what should stop you? And and so then I started really having this positive, like in a matter of a few months, I just changed and I started vibing <laughs> I was a positive <laughs> human being for the first time. And um and that's when I found, like at the end of the my exchange program, that's when I found psychedelics. And mm-hmm. um and that was the door, you know, that, that was the catalyst that started the um, that started all of it. And I, I was reborn for for I I, I consider like my I had a, um, a few months later I had a an exp a fundamental experience that radically changed my life. Um and I consider that that day as as important as my birthday. I I believe that I was born in a way that day because I was, I just yeah. I mean, don't really do know how feel, to explain.
0: Yeah. Do you feel comfortable like describing that experience or?
1: Yes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the first times I, I the first times I took mushrooms, it was, um, it was in it was five years ago, I think. Yeah, uh, no, four years ago. And the first experience was just fine. I mean. i i I was kind of i don't know you know i need to try new things and like since that until that moment i was only smoking some weed but that was it so um i was like oh what's gonna, what's gonna happen you know am i gonna lose it or stuff and so i took it and nothing actually happened for the first two hours and i was just like i kind of waiting but i was like okay well you know what like if nothing happened then for sure it's fine i mean like like you know and so when Everybody went to bed. That was like four, like five in the morning, and I was about, I was about ready to go to bed to myself. I just went outside to look at the first lights of the morning, um, and that's when I s- suddenly all the trees were just moving, and I had this emotion inside of me. I was like, wow, like there was something absolutely profound about that moment, and so. But that was it I, it was very profound and I, it was very in, in tune with who i was i was like i could see myself i was clear in mind i was like it was i wasn't high or anything I was just very open-minded in the moment i was able to think and i love to think so i was like this is great and so so i researched like what what what's what's like what are mushrooms i mean what's psilocybin what's this and i thought to like that my research would have ended in like you know drugs and all the the, the, the dangers about drugs And I realized that I I started looking into mushrooms and I realized that's the safest drug in the world. I mean, literally like in in terms of data, apparently it's (laughs) it's much more safe than marijuana and then weed. So like, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like what's this? I mean, if it's safe and it brings you to this state of clarity, then why is nobody talking about it? You know? And so I, I, I tried them again a few times and and I was diving deeper and deeper until one day I had this experience in which I like I, I felt like I was somewhere else, but I still couldn't really define what was happening. I was just it was just curious and I was like, well, I, I understand why the natives came up with religions and stuff, because they feel this. And then of <laughs> course you, you you kind of explain with 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 the deity or something, you know. But I couldn't really grasp it. You know, I was just saying that there was much more about reality. It was clear. I was like, wow, I mean, like this is just a complete new space. But I don't know what it is. I have no idea how to define it. In fact, all my I was just talking to my friends, being like, guys, you gotta check this out because I mean, I need other opinions on this, you know. (laughs) I was trying to get people in because I was like, you know, I need you to tell me what you see there because for me it was really, really interesting. And so at some point they just, uh, well, Canada ended. It was the last day, and I had to come back home. and And I thought that that was gonna be the end of something, you know. But I didn't end there. I as soon as I got back home, I was like, you know what? This is still going. The summer was like, I, that was July at that point. So I had the whole summer in front of me. And I was like, there's something, like, like something is coming for me. Like I, I was feeling that I was heading to this point in, in space time. And I I was not consciously thinking about it because I wasn't be like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen to me. But like, there was something inside of me that was pointing at the fact that there was a built up it was like you know when you hear a song and it's building up it's building up. it's a feeling you know you're not oh, yeah. thinking about oh my god it's <laughs> building up it's just happening right oh, yeah. and so that's that, there was like an infinite song like a year long year long song that was just building up for this momentum and for this moment right and so um and so the summer went on and again i wasn't really thinking about any of this so i was just doing my stuff and, I, and at some point i got this opportunity to do a euro trip you know, like when you take a ticket or of, of train and you just go around cities in Europe, it's pretty mm-hmm. fun. And so we did um, Barcelona, Paris, Bruxelles, and we ended up in Amsterdam. Oh, wow. And yeah, that was amazing. And that was that was the last bit of it. That was the last bit of summer. After that, I was supposed to go back to my city, Milan, after a year of exchange and all this craziness. That was the last. That I was supposed to go back to school. Get back on with my life. Get the my last hoorah.
2: Going. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this trip and just have a lot of fun. It. And a good thing is that Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, psilocybin is label in terms of like in form of truffles. So I
2: didn't know that. Yeah. What
0: do they yeah. call them? They call them smart. Magic truffles.
1: Uh, yeah. Smart, truffle? smart shops. Smart, smart shop. shops. Sell them yeah. in smart shops. They yeah. sell
0: them in smart shops. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, yeah. And, and the, the only difference between the truffles and what I have I think there is a difference in terms of how they they hit you but it's still it's 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 still there's a difference in the taste <laughs> in the taste mm, cuz yeah. the taste is not really good but um uh, but I mean it's still right so I was like I was of course at that point I knew what psilocybin was and how it works I was like to my friends and it was two two of my friends I was like um Guys, we need to check that out when we're up there, you know. Like that's that's gonna be and I convinced them. I was they were they were like, Yeah, 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 for sure. They were down, they were they were pretty happy about it. Um, my 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 friends were called Paul and David. Um, and um and so we, we ended up the first night we ended up doing some some truffles, and it was one of the funniest nights. It was amazing. We we're because we we're all we were all kind of smart guys, so we were all coming up with insanely trippy ideas about to explain reality, just the craziest. <laughs> Can you, thing, right? exam-
2: Can you give us an example? Can you give
1: us an example? I, I wish. I yeah, wish it was
2: probably, could. it was so profound. I Again, re-
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the concept, stop, you know? Right, like
2: waking up from the-, the dream, not remembering the dream. I'm sure it's the same yeah. way.
1: It was like yeah. everybody was just like coming up with something, just saying it out loud. Like, guys, imagine if the universe is this. And we were just laughing for like five minutes and then someone <laughs> like was coming up with something. <laughs> my friend Paul, I remember my friend Paul, I like got really tripped up with, with language. At some point, it was like, why do we say hello? And we like tripping like, <laughs> so much mm-hmm. about language. And it was like, we had so much fun. And so this having fun convinced them to wanting to do it again. And so they were like, oh yeah, the the, the night, like the, not the last night, the night before, we're going to do it again because this is amazing, right? So we ended up that night and we took them and they hit much hard, Like they made much stronger. I mean, we were we, we took them in the park and uh, in Vongert Park, which is in the center of Amsterdam. And in a matter of 20 minutes, we were all three of us just, Sent into this weird world, dreamy kind of vibe. With like, we're just walking around, and like, at some point we just show up in a, in a, in a field of flowers out flowers, of nowhere. Like, yeah. Flowers, yeah. Were you been there? Flowers.
2: Were you all like in the same experience? Like that, experiencing mo- okay, the same thing? At that thing? moment,
1: at that moment, yes. Okay. Like in that moment, we were all being like, "What's happening?" We were all being like, "We're seeing the same things, mm-hmm. vibing on the same things." And so, and and weird things were happening. Like there was weird people doing weird actions. Like for example, there was this girl swimming, sw- like going on a swing for like literally forty-five minutes, constantly, just like up and down. And we were noticing because it's something that you don't see every day, right? So there was that. Then there was like people just making weird noises and um, like stuff that just happens, right? And then we 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 go, We're 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 on our way to the hotel in a taxi, and we're five hundred meters away from it. And I had this flash. I don't really know how to put it into it. It's like a deja vu, but of the whole thing. It's like oh it's it's like this big is i had this my mind just open, wide open like the what and just closed back up in a matter of half a second but in that half a second, I was like, what happened? I was like literally what because in that like the way I can describe it it was I just realized that it was all an illusion like the whole thing is just an illusion i was like oh yeah right and then it just went straight back into it and i was like what happened it was just really just weird and and so i got back i got out of the of, of the taxi and i looked at my friend and david and he was definitely weird too because <laughs> it looked at me and he was looking at me in the same way i was like did you do you feel it as well and i was like yes i do But we didn't know what it was. We had absolutely no idea. We we walked into the hotel and everything was super HD. Like it wasn't like when you take psychedelics, everything's moving and wavy and your thoughts go fast. No, everything was absolutely clear. Only we couldn't understand it. It was just this weirdness, this HD vibe. We were just like, and we walked in, the three of us, we're all like, what's happening guys? And so we wanted to go to our room and we want to take the elevator and the elevator is completely it doesn't move like doesn't arrive like we're like 5 minutes and the elevator uh-huh. doesn't come there's this lady waiting for the elevator so we're like okay let's take the stairs we take the stairs and as we're walking walking up the same lady is walking down the stairs and in our in my mind this was amazing cuz i was like let's see what's what's
0: <laughs> happening I mean,
1: right now you know what, what how is it that like the outside reality is re- responding like that like what's the connection and so um from that point, uh, like, the entire evening kind of developed into, with the same vibe. And um, I, I, was really, I, was, I was really feeling it personal. It was really a personal feeling. I was like, this is happening to me. I mean, other people are here and they're feeling it. But for some reason, I feel it like that this is for me in some way. Like this, this thing, it's happening to me. And I was like, this is weird because I didn't even know what, like, I, I was just, you know, very confused. I was like, why? Like, what's so important about me? I mean, like, I'm just here, like, you know? And so I looked at my, and before going to bed, at some point we were just like, we gave up trying to find the answer because we realized that there was no answer. I was just, we were just weirded out by this thing. But to me, like David was, my friend, my friends were like, okay, well, the, the trip's ended. And I was like, it was, it was weird and fun, but okay. I was like, no, I need, I need to, I need to understand what happened. And so, I told them that I was going to repeat the next 24 hours. Uh, I literally told my friend, I was like, I don't know what you're going to do about like your last day in Amsterdam, <laughs> the last day of summer vacation, but I'm just going to repeat exactly what I did in the last 24 hours. And it was just, I didn't even know why I was going to do that. It, it sounds crazy, but something inside of me, I was like, if you do that, then you're going to understand what's, gonna, what's happening. And so I was like, well, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like an interesting idea. So let's do it. And so the morning after I woke up and, I started repeating the same, like, literally, I, we went to the same places, we did the same thing, and right away, I started, I felt like people were put, putting attention to me, like, there was these people that were just staring at me, all over, like, you know, on the street, like, all, all a bunch of girls that were just staring at me everywhere, literally, I was like, What why? I mean, and I know I this kind of stuff, at the time, I used to notice a lot of that kind of stuff, I really, I don't like people watching looking at me, mm-hmm. I really don't, and mm-hmm. so, like, it's it was hard to understand. I was like, this is weird. And so we go back to the same place. We take, we buy the the truffles and we head up to the park. And and before entering the park, this guy comes out and is starting to be, every to everybody's like, be careful. And he touches people. He's like, be careful. Then he goes to the next one. And then he comes to me and he's like, be careful touching me like pretty much at the height of my heart. And then leave, like, I'm like, what? Like what's happening really? Like, come on. And as he leaves, he, co- he turns back and he's like, I'm a mushroom, man. And it goes away. I'm like, okay, this is literally insane. At that point, I was like, <laughs> this is actually insane. My friends were kind of being like, are you sure you want to do this? Because they were understanding that there was something happening. And I was like, I have to. I mean, like, at this point, I kind of have to. And So I took the mushrooms, and they didn't really kick in. Like, we went to the – oh, yeah, we went to, to the same uh, flower spot, and then we went to – there was the same lady swinging on the chair. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, and, did, yeah. and
2: they saw the same one
1: at the same time as
2: you? Were they, were they also – did they –
1: they were they were there, they, so Paul this time didn't take the mushrooms, okay. but okay. David did, David did with me. But it wasn't, like, I was not, at that point, I wasn't even really concerned about how the trip was going to go completely. Yeah, like, it was like a us. personal just, mission.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, but I was, I was making them notice the same thing, like, guys, this happened yesterday. And they were like, yeah, it actually did, like, just weird things, like, you know, like, for example, my backpack got stuck on the same tree. Oh weird! This way, what? And so, um, so there was this repetition of things, and so I was like, "Well, you know what? Like, if the momentum, like the the build up of yesterday happened right before getting to the hotel, so until that moment, I wasn't really worried about like with the fight that I wasn't mm-hmm. high or anything. I was like, whatever. I mean, that's gonna be that's 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 the hit point, you know? And so we took the um, the the taxi, and as soon as we get into the taxi, I start feeling this rush of energy flowing into my neck up through my, to my spine, kind of true two flows, two currents of energy, uh, both flowing into my brain. And at the, at the beginning you're like, well, is this me? I mean, am I doing a placebo? Like I'm just because I'm, I'm all hyped up about like the next five minutes of my life, but it wasn't because I couldn't stop it. Like I tried, I was like, come on, fucking stop. And I couldn't. And so we, we went to the hotel and this this energy was just keep rushing into my head. And there was no moment of uh, like the day before in which I had this deja vu or anything. But as soon as I got out of the taxi, I was like, I'm in. I was like in that space. But I could feel that this time there was an answer to it. It wasn't what is it? It is that's what it is. And so I looked at my friend and I was like, "Oh, I'm in. And he was, I, I looked at him and I realized he was, he didn't fall. He wasn't in I did, mm-hmm. at that point. I was on my own. I was mm-hmm. just, that was it. So we entered um, the hotel and we go to the elevator. We show up to the, it was pretty symbolic the day before. Cause it was like the kind of like the weirdest, one of the weirdest things. And as I'm in front of the elevator, um, I turn around and I, and, and this person, this girl is watching me straight like w- walking straight towards me just pointing at me with the eyes and we're in amsterdam here and we're not in italy right and she she walks past me and she asked me what floor in italian without knowing what without knowing we never talked never saw this 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 being in, in in my life and and right away i saw when i saw that person every like my entire my entire existence came crashing into one point because i I realized that that was it. I mean that whatever was going to happen in the next hour that was gonna like my entire life was built up to that moment. All my tendencies of thoughts the way I think the way I get surprised um, the things that I like that moment was hitting the spot with literally everything. I mean I was literally amazed because one of my like one of my dreams in life was always to just have the most insane encounter. I didn't even know what that meant before, but I literally like one of my movies that you make to, in, to your brain to go to sleep was, Oh, one day I'll just have this encounter. That's going to change everything. Wow. And Amazing. and then when I saw this person, which was literally matching like my description of beauty, um, I was just that in that moment, that right there in front of that elevator in that specific 24 hours after I was looking for, it was just too much. Literally too much. I had to surrender. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> you do it then." I mean, that's just too much for me. And so we we went to this this elevator and pretty much uh we ju- I just we just pretty much agreed on the fact that we were gonna talk a little bit later on at night.
0: Mm-hmm. And she
1: just left the elevator and I, I went to my room. I, that was the weirdest thing. I was just like, "What's your name?" And I don't even remember her name. um And she and I was like, "Yeah, sweet." So we're gonna talk a little bit later. And she was like, "Yeah." And she just left the elevator. So I was like, okay. So I went into, into, my, um, into my room and, it, and when I, had, I wanted to take a shower. I just needed to be on my own and thinking. And and so I had like this shower, which was uh, for like, a I don't know how to describe this. I, con- I call it the connection of the events. It's when everything kind of comes together and everything that you think of about your memories, about your experiences in life comes together has a position it it has a meaning everything the the worst things the best thing everything just literally flows together and it's not, you're not making it up like you're not creating this this unity it's just happening to you you are just overwhelmed by it you as soon as you start thinking it's just these rushes of meaning and then like so this is what this happened this is why it happened and this is what and this is this voice kind of thing it's not a voice but this 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 divinity, this divine energy that is telling you that the whole thing was just, again, like it was just a, an experience, a great show that was just flowing in front of me. And, and that was just kind of my realization of the fact that I, I that was my life, like some sort of amazing experience. And and the the, the coincidence, all the coincidences were showing me that you are in control of it. I mean, like, because the, the thing was that my thoughts were connected to what was happening right like everything that was happening in the outside world was connected to what i was thinking that's what that's what a coincidence is you know like you think about something and then something like it's a connection between what's happening within you and what's happening without like in the outside so that that's a and there were so many i'm not talking about like 10 12 like every single thought was a coincidence for six or seven hours I mean, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's a long time.
1: So, so I, I, I when I came out of the shop and I look at david and I was like, oh, you know, man, like there is so much that we don't know. And he just looked at me. He's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Oh, oh just like I don't even know." I mean, like, and so I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Well, time to get ready to go downstairs." I didn't even know. So it was eleven oh one. So I was like, "Yeah, that's definitely the right time." Like one one one. 1. I was like, <laughs> "Like, I guess this is the new me." I mean, this is how it's gonna work from now on. And so I went downstairs and. um this 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 girl. I guess I want I I want to call her entity because I don't I don't I don't. It's not. I wasn't a human. I mean I don't know. It was in human forms, but I don't really know what I encountered to be honest. Uh, but this girl, she just she was there. Apparently, it was her eighteenth birthday. She was alone in Amsterdam, which is very far away from where she she lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just waiting on a couch at eleven o'clock at night. Um, you yeah, know, on her eighteenth birthday, which is like for Americans, like the twenty first, mm-hmm. right? when you go drinking and and and. She was just waiting there for for, for, for her to have this conversation, and and so we had this this two hours conversation, maybe a little bit less, and we talked about like I just dissolved my ego through a conversation with the most crazy, like most the, the most amazing uh, being I was like put in front of. Like, it was just, and yeah, I just there is there were things that were keep happening. It was it was just a revelation of who I was. I was just telling through this mirror-like experience. I was just able to show myself, myself with no fear at all. And through another person. And and that was, yeah, that was just the, the after I thought that after that, I, I thought that night that I was dead. I mean, I I thought oh. that life didn't exist. And I thought that the universe was just a solipsistic projection of my mind to in order to get to that point and realize that it was it. So I was when I went to bed. I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna wake up. I mean, and I didn't really care at that point. I was like, that's that. Like, if this is just the the, the end is gonna start again from zero, I'm good because this is that. That was so valuable. I mean, that moment showed me that we live in a little bubble in the middle of the ocean, literally, like mm-hmm. a little. You know, when like a little bubble mm-hmm. of air, and that's 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 us. And I mean, when it pops. You suddenly have access to the entire atmosphere. You know, you're not like in your little bubble anymore, in which the air is just a little bit, and you kind of have to. No, it's boom. You know, it's a and to me, it happened that way. I was like, boom, and I was kind of like, my mind was so fragile after that. I I, I went back to Milan, and which is like my city, and as soon as I saw my mom, I started crying.
2: Oh wow! I was
1: just I was like, finally something that I can like oh. that I know, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, like, something happened to me. I was like, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to tell her mushrooms or anything because, like, in Italy, people are very old-minded. And I was like, if I tell her mushrooms, she's going to be like, oh, that was nothing then. So I was like, I <laughs> cannot even tell people what happened. I was like, the only person that I could tell what happened was my friends. And they were having a hard time, like my two best friends. One understood right away because it was meant to. And the other one had a little hard time, but he got her. Like, but those were the only two persons that I was actually able to kind of talk and I knew that they were not getting what I was saying because they had they, they would have to have some sort of experience like that. But at least they were they were they were trusting me. They were trusting me that I was not crazy, because my, my my parents like my, my mom was fine. My dad was I thought that I was crazy, um, <laughs> and all my friends thought I was crazy at that point. They already knew. They already thought it before. So that was the tip of the iceberg. Oh, that,
2: oh no. no, that was icing on the cake.
1: That's alright. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but after that, so I was like. I realized right away that besides like maybe a couple of like not people on YouTube, like Terrence McKenna and Mm -hmm. Alan Watts and people like that. Mm. um, The only thing that could bring me to understand what happened was the mushrooms. At that moment in time, I was like, I, I alone, I cannot under, like I need some help, but the only thing that can actually help me is this organism, this biological entity that has been so good to me. I mean, like it gave me so much, you know, if, if this was something that everybody was going through, like, that would be no, It would be the most, like, everybody, like, that would be, it should be at least. But, like, these kind of experiences, you hear about them when you when you hear about DMT.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's
1: when you're like, oh, yeah, it was this, not when, and not on Earth. I mean, these entities usually are up there. They don't come down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so... So that was that was when I I I decided that I needed to grow some mushrooms.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about this.
1: And uh, I did. I mean, I yes. I did. I, I I had to. And um and so one of the first experiences that I had with the with the with the mushroom, the new mushrooms, um that was one of the best. Like actually, one of the few astral projections that I've had that I that I had because I I don't. Like how the body experiences are something that I like I cannot induce through meditation yet. I mean, I get very close, but I can't just like fly into other realms, like some people say they can. But that time with with mushrooms, like it can like they can induce it. I mean, it can happen. And so when I had these other experiences, I started having these other experiences. Now it was every time it was kind of a checkpoint, like it was a lesson. There was Mm -hmm. there was something that was coming down, and they were they were teaching about some specific movements about reality about how metaphysics what's time what's space like how it works what the speed of, because they already like my mind already had the background the scientific background to understand it because I always studied physics through my whole life just mm-hmm. because I I didn't I never did it like in, in university or anything but I've like I literally studied physics like for pretty much every day so it's um they had that there was that background that was that was enabling me to be like okay this makes sense this doesn't and so I started discerning between between all my thoughts and those months have been fundamental for 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 my. I had all the like the the base, the fundamental points that then I developed. For example, the idea of developing my language, which is something that I I do through Estegua. Um, I that that has been something that was given to me. It wasn't my. I didn't come up with it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going. Do you want to talk? Yeah, about that. Um. Uh. It was.
0: Um. So there's a couple. There's a couple things. So. I think, too, we talked about offline, like, how it was given to you in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was just, uh, so the idea behind it came from uh, in those months when I started knowing Terence McKenna, I was really interested by his idea that language should be visual. Because he's right. I mean, I, I, like, when you see it, and psychedelics to at least show it to me, seeing language enabled a much better understanding of the topic. You could just that, literally... Dig deeper in what the meaning of what you're um what you're looking at, and so one time I I I, I don't remember exactly I, I I don't remember exactly because it's really hard to remember trips and like things that happens into a trip. But I remember that at some point I knew that I was gonna do like I was I was gonna download a language, and I I started thinking about what that meant and how could that happen and i came across the mo- a movie called arrival maybe you guys know about it uh it's a movie about aliens that come to earth and arrival uh, yeah i've uh, actually
0: never seen
2: arrival no? okay,
1: i haven't well, seen it
0: but yeah.
2: i know which one you're talking about i have a lot of homework okay.
1: to do so just no so just very quickly basically these these aliens comes down and then these aliens come down and humans are like what's happening They, they tr- they're trying to understand what they want and so they realize that their language is made of circles like it's visual they actually make language as they make geometry and so I, I was i was like well that's weird that comes out right now i mean like what are the odds that i'm thinking about these ideas and now i see this movie and then i was like well you know what maybe that's a, maybe that's a message or something maybe a synchronicity like a message that.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: and so i started and i i started making I, I started thinking about how that could happen because of course the, the one of arrival it's too complex. that human the human brain would not be able to uh to understand so mu- so many details for the people who've seen Arrival, they will understand. But I was like, that doesn't have to be so complicated. I mean, you can simplify it because in my mind, I was like, if you can speak both, like if you can translate one language into another one, there must be something fundamental. I mean, otherwise, what are you translating? I mean, if I'm mm-hmm. starting to translate this conversation in Italian, what I'm translating is the meaning of what we're saying, mm-hmm. right? And meaning has its own structure because uh, if I say, um, oh, I'm looking at. Something's missing, right? Like there's something, I'm looking at a tree. I'm looking at a something. Like there has to be an object. And in the same way, there has to be a subject mm-hmm. and it has to be a verb, you know? And so I'm like, okay, so there is a structure. So what if we can just download the pure structure? What if we can just leave all the grammar and sounds and all these rules, we can just leave them out. And instead we just, go just design and, 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 and see what you mean. How can we do that? And so I developed that.
0: That's so interesting. Do, are you familiar with light language by any chance?
1: You mean uh, the Robert Brown? No. So
0: there's people that channel, it's called the light language. And basically you can't understand what they're saying, but they speak in almost like, they speak in frequencies. So I'll send you a video. I'll send you a video okay. on it. Because when you when you listen to what they're saying, you have this like, it just resonates so deeply within your soul. Okay.
1: That's very
0: interesting. And it's almost like you you can understand it, but you ha- it's not a it's it's really? not a language that you've ever heard. I'll send it to you. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. But any, anyways, yeah, go on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, The only experience that I, I I mean I there is telepathy. I mean I've definitely mm-hmm. had experiences in which you send info, like you you just share information through higher planes. You can see. Uh, light codes actually so that might be like i had experiences like that i don't know if that's similar yeah you're it's it's
0: it's all Mm -hmm. on the same path yeah okay
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it is it is but yeah so i definitely had experiences like that induced with mushrooms it's very easy for me to get to the actually i if with like a, a gram of mushrooms i can actually start seeing people in that sense I can start see the light codes and so mm-hmm. you don't really see the, the, the what they're thinking about but you're seeing how they are thinking
0: how they are thinking yes yeah. mm-hmm. you're
1: you're seeing what where are their thoughts going in terms of energy they're like oh something something bad they're thinking of something bad that's sad then that's exciting and you see these things because you you just see them
0: do you feel as a kid that you saw that in people and you could kind of feel how people were, but you know, maybe they would they would feel a certain way, and you could feel them feel a certain way, but they would say something completely different.
1: I mean, I've always been kind of sensitive to this, to, to mm-hmm. like how people feel, but nowhere near as in the like the experiences that I've had recently. I mean, that's
0: sure. Like when you're on mushrooms, it's like a different experience. But I feel like yeah,
1: but yeah, but even like in, like in, if like in deep states of meditation and where you're d- um, clear-minded, you can kind of translate the energies that you feel mm. it's kind of like the mushroom is just a very, very potent, potentiate state of consciousness. It's a very powerful state. It's like this flash, right? But it's not that it's not bringing you somewhere that it's outside of this reality. It's not that your mind starts working with different parameters. It's just that you having more energy, your brain and your mind is able to do more things at once. And those more things at once enable your perception to see more things at once. Mm -hmm. And so instead of having to see something and then thinking, oh, I wonder what that that person felt like, you see it all together. It just happens that when you see something, you're like, I already like you, you know that that already connects to the meaning of it. So Mm -hmm. you're seeing and they're seeing the, the object and the meaning of it together. It's not like here normally where you you see something and then you have to kind of define it. So you have to think about what you're seeing in order to make sense of it. When you have when you have enough energy, that thought process is so fast that it doesn't you don't even see it because mm. it's it's so instantaneous, right? So I think that's I think that's the key. Like people think that like all these abilities and come from another place. It's not another place. It's just deeper within ourselves. You know, it's just it's just somewhere like we all are, we all have these abilities. We all are telepath. I mean, we are telepathic. If you think about mm-hmm. it, you only. The only, the only way we don't feel that way is because we need some sounds in order to make it go from you to, to me. But fundamentally, like, the sound that we're, we're using to speak is not the meaning. It's just mm-hmm. addressing to it. It's just pointing at the meaning. When I say, a, say say house, we all know what I'm talking about. But it's not like the sound is just a, a label that we put in order to, to, to go there with the mind. And then
2: that direction. limits that limits the meaning too, just by putting a word to it. It's so much it's so much less meaningful than just knowing the concept or how what it means to you personally without, you know, we always say we can't express everything in words. It's that same line it's of thought. True. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's so true. Like I can't express it in
0: words. That I, you know, it's just a it's a feeling. And sometimes like how do you how do you articulate the feeling of the whole universe in a word? Mm-hmm. You know, and that sometimes I think too. Language, in and of itself, is the first prison that we put ourselves in when we're born. It's yes. like, you know, yes, it's hard we, for us. Uh, yeah,
1: no, sorry. no, no, go for it. Oh, yeah. I, no, I was just saying, is we confuse we 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 think that what we like what we say is what we say when actually mm-hmm. there is this difference. It's like. It's like thinking that Google Maps is, mm-hmm. is, is the actual place, you know, right, right. Google Maps is just hinting to it, you know, and language is the same. So that's why people are like, stay decide to like stay silent for like two months or something or years, because at some point when you turn that off, you go back to that. You don't need anymore. you don't need any label anymore. You're just seeing these movements and what you're seeing is just how everything just goes together and mixes each other. And, and you see all these functions happening and, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's would kind you of the ever, same principle. Would you ever
0: think about going silent? Would you ever
2: think about doing that?
1: I've I never w- heard I'll... of people
2: doing that. I know the oh, monks I've do heard it. Of people, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I never knew
2: why they did it. But now that you just said that, it just all makes complete sense. It makes complete <laughs> Yeah. Sense. I never understood Whoa. why. I knew it was to well, reach like okay. higher states of meditation, but I didn't know on the day to day what the function of that was. But now it makes sense because you you want to get away from language to go in more. So you're not having that interference from the external.
1: Yeah, it's like seeing a picture on the phone and then looking at the real thing. You know, like that's why people that are like are. Um, they study like academical things and they're all interested in all the precise ways of seeing seeing and say things they get really lost into their own thoughts sometimes and that's why they start fighting about what's true and what's not because they just they just miss the point they're just like oh yeah we have to define everything without realizing that you can't just because it's infinite i mean it's not that it's not that you can't because you're not worth it or anything it's just it's just bigger than you Mm -hmm. you can't just get all, all the little points just let that go let that like that's not but here's the good news that's not the only way to understand things like defining it's not at all the only way to 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 understand things it's like um i don't know if if for example you 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 have an engine of a car or whatever kind of engine right and someone tries to explain you with words how everything works right and and after a point you just you just don't understand because you're like this is too complicated but then maybe you open the engine and nobody has to say anything, but you're like, okay, well, this goes this way and then it comes here and this is this turns it and then it goes that way. And that's how it works. You just see it and you're like, okay, that now it makes a sense because once you see things, that, that's it. I mean, like you, you don't really need anything else in order to understand them. You order, like once you see you're, you're, you're a direct contact with them, you have a direct correlation between you and the object, right? It's clear, the path is clear. It's like the clear sky, right? And so it's it's actually that's a good metaphor. Like um, thinking of the mind as our planet. Mm-hmm. That's a great one in the sense that like our thoughts are the clouds, and when there is clouds, you don't see the sun, which is the source. And um, yeah. So when, and and then when the when when you when you're free of thoughts and or the, 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 your thoughts are really light, then you can see the sun and you mm-hmm. can see where the sun is in the sky and. And, and, and everything is clear. Right? And, that is such and an, awesome way, is such an <laughs> yeah. awesome way of describing I it.
2: That is such an awesome way of describing it. I wanted to ask real quick. Wow. So you had brought up the matrix before. And since we are matrix assassins, I just, I just would love to hear what your concept of the matrix is. Now to kind of go to the external, since this is something yeah. outside of ourselves.
1: Yeah. So I, my definition of the matrix... Um, the matrix is like the metric, it's it's a construction and it's built by the time that we put attention to, towards it. So every single second that you're thinking about this world as a disrupted happening, every single time that you do something actually, you're feeding the illusion that you exist fundamentally. And so some people used this illusion to build an illusory castle and this illusory castle is the matrix as we call it so there is two there is two aspects of it there is the natural tendencies of the illusion and that's something that is just in nature like when you see a butterfly with wings open and there is eyes on the on the wings that's nature creating illusions for the animals mm-hmm. so illusions is just a game in order it's just a game that you start playing with 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 everything but then some people decided to use that illusion and really, really confuse you and be like, oh no, 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 that's the real thing. Forget about yourself. You you're just a part of this weird big castle that we create and we control, and you have absolutely you just have to stay inside and don't worry about it, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they started doing that thousands of years ago. I mean, the 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 origins of the, the matrix as as if we if we define it as this is actually unknown. I mean, there is theories that say it goes back to this date and that date. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. There is different theories. We could discuss them, but like nobody has the real answer. Um, but it's true that it's a truth that it's here now <laughs> and mm-hmm. that uh, it's kind of creating a problem because it's ge- getting a little aggressive. You know, It's kind of getting out of the way. I mean, it's fun in games until you stay in, in balance with everything else. But if you try to take over the world, I'm like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, <you> know?
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's a good, like but in, to bring it down to like people like uh, in other words, the matrix is society. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. is what I was saying at the beginning. Is that when you think of life and you associate it to society, that's when you're in the matrix. Mm-hmm. When you think of life and you associate it to nature, then that's when you're just playing the game. So yeah, yeah, the matrix is just this illusion that we have that um, we are. Part of a society before being even a human being. I mean, right? mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's,
1: it's this idea that society is fundamental. It's it's all what there is, and, or, and yeah, and all that comes with it, of course.
2: Yeah, I also think it gives the perception. So good,
0: it is. It's so good. It is. You have to start your own podcast. Oh yeah, this, this, we'll keep. Saying oh my that. god, it's so good. Yeah, we'll keep saying that. That's just wild. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I think the matrix also gives people the impression that they're so insignificant because they're a part of this huge system yeah. that they're giving up all this power to and that, you know, their internal world. It doesn't matter because there's all this that's more important on the outside that they need to focus on. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's all uh, external. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the the nicest clothes you know all of the, gosh, it's just so much. The nicest clothes, keeping up with the Joneses, the nicest car, yeah. the corporate job, the perfect family, and everybody they, you know they they get their societal badge, and they move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And as we're moving through life and we're making achievements, no one feels happy. Mm-hmm. if anything, depression is skyrocketed. Oh, There's yeah. more antidepressants being written every single day than yeah. i mean the statistics are in, uh, astronomical suicide rates i mean just forget oh, yeah. about what's going on in the world yeah. we're not on it, it's not making anybody happy um
1: no and like yeah it's not something that happened this year like this has been going on for decades, and you're mm-hmm. like you're right it's it's um well the pro- i think that the problem- the problem is that we um you know, going to school and, um, yeah, I think it's it starts when you go to school. I mean, it starts with your parents like trying to educate you, but when you go to school, you really they give you really this idea that your power will be given to you, you know, your value as a human being is something that's going to come to you. So, this like when, when, and they do this by like, you know, they they they, they make you believe these things by they rewarding you with good, good numbers when you have a good test, you know, and, and then you're like, oh, wait, I did something. and that person gave, gave it back to me and now I'm, mm-hmm. I feel valuable, you know. And these are all things that in your mind, in your subconscious, they just sink in and they program your mind. In the same way you program a computer. they program mm-hmm. the mind to use those patterns of emotion to think. Mm-hmm. And so when you feel a reward, then you're like, oh, your subconscious is like, let's do it again. Doesn't matter if the reward was instantaneous or or not. It doesn't really matter at all to the subconscious. So they're like, they just keep like just like you you just you actually when you're a kid you just keep feeling this idea and of like the fact that you're nothing. And they give you this idea with the, also with the new science and stuff. They tell you, oh, you, don't you see how small you are compared to the universe? I'm like, not at all, actually. I mean, if you really look how big the universe is and how small it is, we're not fucking small at all. I mean, like, let's actually look at it. Like, let's, let's use their science and see how small the universe can get. And the universe can get 16 orders of magnitude. So a number with 16 zeros smaller than us. And that's mm-hmm. the proton. That's not even the smallest that you can get. You can get another 15 orders of magnitude behind that. It's insane. It can go insanely small. And if we want to go big, then we can go to up to 35 orders of magnitude as well. So when you really look at it, we're not small, we're not big, but actually, actually, when you truly I, like try to analyze the proportions of everything, right in the mid, right in the between, right in the middle, there is where biological life shows up. Then what? Mm-hmm. The, how big is a cell, a human cell? That's where it is, right in the middle. And humans, if you, do a proportion between the size of a proton, size of human beings, more or less, so let's say one meter, just because that's our metric, right? And then you take the size of the universe itself, like the observable universe. The universe is infinite, but there is limits, which are the limits of the observable mm-hmm. universe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if you take these three guys, what happens is that the human beings are exactly doing a proportion of phi ratio, 1.618, which is phi, Fibonacci, like the, the only number that kind of truly matters here, the number of, of, of beauty.
0: So, and
1: that's uh, 1.6, uh, uh, 6, 18. Yeah. And that's, that's called the, the golden ratio and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can see it in flowers, you can see it in, um, in literally every, literally everything, like our proportion interface, everything has a golden ratio and we, our dimension is a golden ratio if we apply it to the universe. So actually the only two positions that make that are actually fundamentally important, we have something to do with them. It's the cell, which is the brick of life. And that's right in the between. That's the point zero. And then you go, like, we, like, our dimension creates a phi ratio. And then all our reality is a projection of phi. And then you're like, wow, I mean, like, how is that a coincidence? <laughs> I mean, how can it be? <laughs> you know? Yeah. mathematics is not a coincidence. Everybody who studies it knows. So... Yeah, that because, makes me think yeah.
2: for anyone who's having a hard time conceptualizing the ratios of the universe Just, from there is Sabaton- a, there is a
1: post that I did. Oh, okay, okay. That I did. I'll have. To and check I, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say exactly. It was a while ago. Okay. You go, but um, wait, I I can probably find out right away which post it was, but I did it back in back in a um, back a few months ago, and I was talking about phi. Actually, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's it's um it's back down on the page. One of the first posts. It's on a. Black image, and it's called phi. And I explained what's the phi ratio. And I, there is even a graphic in which it shows what exactly I'm meaning. So if people want to see that, awesome. I understand that with words, many times it's weird it's yeah, to understand. Yeah, because one of the geometry. things.
2: One of the things that helped me conceptualize our place between the subatomic and, you know, like the macroscopic um, was when I saw there's something online. If you just look up the scale of the universe, it's almost like there's a cursor that you can use all the way to the left. It'll show you how small, like the most subatomic particle is that we know of, and you can scale it all the way up to the largest bodies that we're aware of in the universe. And so it gives okay. you that perspective and you realize, wow, we really are in the direct center, like yeah. you were just saying. And yeah, it's just yeah. awesome. Like how I mean <laughs> it's
1: awesome. So we, like when people tell you, oh, you're not important, be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like
0: this goes back. And
1: see. I mean, <laughs> one day yeah. we will find out. I so, feel yeah. like
0: this um this whole like not important thing goes back to like you know why we're taught evolution mm-hmm. you know yeah. their evolution to make you feel like you are this i remember going from private school to public school in the in the education system which was just like night and day and i remember being taught that we are a snowflake on a snowflake and on another planet and a snowflake and like yeah. we're just these like it's just we don't matter. We don't matter. Yeah, and it was, yeah, and it was like based are, yeah. in this argument that it was like the scientific argument. And then, and then you kind of start to think to yourself, cause you're kind of younger, like, well, if I don't matter, then can I even change the world? Can I, yeah. do I even make a difference?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, why for me, um, what, um, when I was in Canada um, a few months before starting uh, experiencing psychedelics and stuff, what opened the door for me and that sent me right there in, with my mind. I was like, oh, wait, actually, it's possible. It was quantum physics. Mm-hmm. When you, and you I know what really, <laughs> And here's the thing. That some people, there is a mistake. If you want to get, like, this is a tip for people that maybe want to get into conversations with it. Because the 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 pern the, the, the of discussion is that people say, oh, op- the observer, like, reality wouldn't be there without a human observer. And that's actually not true. That's not what quantum physics says. Quantum physics says that measurement... Like measuring something affects reality. Now, Mm -hmm. people have to think about the fact that how would you measure something? Like, what's what, where, Mm -hmm. where does measuring start? What does it mean? And so, when you really look at the equations, it really seems that what it says is that interaction, things colliding with each other, like any sort of interaction between two waves, is what transform a wave into a particle so like transform something in probabilities into actual existence this is physics like it's Mm -hmm. weird but it's physics and so so this idea kind of is the um, it's like from this idea i think we can generate and understand the concept of awareness because um interact interaction is something that any sort of interaction always has this common idea. For example, uh, if you take your rocks and you crush them together, they're gonna have a spark, right? If you, any sort of interaction creates some sort of energy. So I think that um, when space and time interact, they create awareness. And so we are some sort of um, expression of space and time, just coming together as, as what we are, biological beings. And but fundamentally who we like our awareness, what like this feeling of being here is not something restricted into our own body. It's something that's happening. It's it's an expression of the entire universe. It's it's just energy.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: fundamentally, we are that. Like we are that energy. We're not the body. The body is just something that's happening to us. I mean, are you beating your own art? Well, it's a weird question, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what can you answer to that? Like, are you? I mean, consciously, <laughs> well, then stop it. I mean, if you're doing it, then stop it for a second. I'm not telling you to die, but mm-hmm. but you can't. So you know, you 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 can't control your heart. So, who's beating your heart? I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know, it who's beating your heart? What kind of question is that? You it's know? a
2: good one. I've never I've never thought about it. What do exactly. you think? It's the universe. It's just the universe. Yeah. Yes. I
1: was so going to
2: say the autonomous u- the autonomous. Nervous. oh the nervous system yeah <laughs> yes
1: but who's who's making that work
0: yeah we were just always out, like that's just on autopilot oh, yeah. like it, it it the same it thing is, with like breathing like we're, we don't it tell is ourselves to breathe. Oh, I mm-hmm. it is on
1: autopilot mm-hmm. if you think about it. it it is but that's isn't that isn't that what's amazing about it I yeah mean yes. all this intelligence mm-hmm. it's happening to itself nothing nobody is actually doing it there's it's just happening you know, and so when you do that, it's like okay, well then wh- where, where is the separ- Where is the line that separates me from that intelligence? Like, where is the line that defines you? And then like, okay, that after that line, that's just happening to me. Is there a line like that? Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it, you there's not because every time that you define it, you can always go deeper, always. Mm-hmm. Like when you, it's like these kind of lines, these kind of separations. When you zoom into them, you realize that they're fades. They're not actually lines. And so, and this means that it's a flow. It's not some, there's not disruption. Nothing is actually separated. Everything is actually connected. But here's the thing, and here is the tricky part. If everything is connected and truly there is no separation, then truly who am I? Because if there is no separation between me and the universe, am I the universe? You see?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And the answer is actually yes absolutely the whole thing <laughs> it's just the whole thing expressing itself through a human body but the thing that the, the other good news is that it doesn't matter if you're small or if you're big because that's not the point the small and big are just illusions it's just a scale of existence it's mm. actually it's all happening all together
2: is that kind of what you mean when you get into the duality concept i
1: what think you, you had
2: you had a post about duality um yeah so I don't, it, for some reason, it just made me think of, of that concept. And as we were talking about the waves and particles, I just remember when I was studying some of the quantum physics yeah, concepts, duality, yeah. there was the wave-particle duality. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, all, uh, here's the thing. Duality is uh, everywhere because mm-hmm. um, since, I mean, duality happens, people think, oh, yeah, then the, the universe has two, these two sides and because for some reason, but Fundamentally, the reason why dual, there is duality is the same reason because right now there is a left and a right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you are here. And so since you're here, there is one side and there is another side always. I mean, you can have a coin that has only one side, you know, you just can't. Like it's, 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 in, the, it's in the nature of existence to be dual from our point of view. And, and that's, that's the only thing to really grasp because when you, when you realize that, you realize that duality doesn't actually exist. It's mm-hmm. a unity, Mm-hmm. That is expressed in duality, sometimes in trinity, because sometimes you're like, well, what's between the two? Other? Like, what's separating the two? I mean, is that an entity as well? Then we would have a three, three things, not just two. So it's it's this dance between one, two, and three, fundamentally, between mm-hmm. oneness, unity, separation, and once you have separation, then you have form. You see, lots of people are, are uh, lots of people try to make people think that separation is bad. Mm-hmm. separation is just what there is you need to know what separation is you need to know what unit is you need to know the fundamentally all one but if you want to have fun I mean if you want to play a song you will need separation because you will need to you can't just play all the notes all together what kind of song is mm-hmm. that I mean you know you just yeah. need to select one and then the other one and so that's why we have this separation it's not some sort of punishment or some it's just what it is and we are afraid sometimes of it because when our energy, when, when our system is not fully energized, then we split ourselves because we, we don't have enough energy to to run our system all together as one. And so we split ourselves. And so that we think that there is one part of our mind that is thinking one thing and the other part that is thinking the other thing. And then we start believing that there's a conflict between the two when in reality, they're just trying to help each other. But we don't know, we we can't realize that because we're in the dark kind of thing. We don't see that disconnection because it's like, there is not enough light literally Mm -hmm. in our system. But when you start fueling your system with energy, then you start having enough light to actually see things as what they, for what they are. You know, you see things as Mm -hmm. being one thing instead of being separate things. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So we're going to get into some of your posts. Are you ready?
1: Go for it. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) we're running like almost on two hours. So Already? Have, holy shit. Can you believe <laughs> that? I
2: know. We <laughs> just amazing. time traveled. We just yes. time traveled. It's That's so insane.
0: awesome. Okay, so the first one I have to ask because that the first one I ever saw was <laughs> the illusion of texting. So, right. Be my guest.
1: Um, yeah, I think that you know, some. We always believe that uh, we can understand everything. It's just we assume that like we're always like it's something that the mind does. I don't know. It's this illusion that we have that we just understand things always. I don't know, like, but. If we really think about how communication changed in the last few years, uh, the amount of information that we send to each other, it's literally minimal. Like we don't even finish the words anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that like you know com- like communication is like it's like it's kind of like art in a way, and um, art is in order it has to be rich, you know, in order to be, I don't know when you when you enter into a forest, if, if there is a rich fauna, if there is flowers everywhere, plants, and that's, that's a great experience. Cause you're like immersed in life, you know, in meaning because it's everywhere. If you enter into some bushes, but there's not much going on, you're like, Oh, well, you know, that's, that's, there's not, not much going on. I mean, I'm just going to go for a walk. It's not going to stay in your mind. And, and, and with communication, it's kind of the same thing. Every time that you express something, you're giving a part of yourself to another person. And so how, What kind of like, you know, are you just going to give a little, a little scratch? Are you just going to like give a little bit of yourself without even caring? Or do you want to create an artistic impression on the other person? Do you want to show your vibe? And that that can only happen if the communication between persons is actually whole, like complete, you know, and you have facial expressions, you have a feeling, you have smells, you have eye contact and you have uh, the conversation goes right away. You don't like send a message and t- t- 20 minutes later, you reply, it's a completely different experience. You-, you thought about thousands of things between the <laughs> message and the reply. And that, doesn't, that that's a disrupted conversation because now it's not the you that you might think is, is you with the other person. You're Like the other person, if you, if you just text to someone, the other person will believe that that's you with like the real you. But then when he's gonna meet, who you are for real, they are going to be, they're going to have a problem because the, the first identity wasn't really you, was what mm. that person thought was you because of your messages. But the thing is that like, you just, you only send like 1% of the information that you wanted to send, which is just a word. So the 90, percent 99% missing, the other person is going to make it up. Right. Because he doesn't have it. And so, mm-hmm. She's going to be like, oh, then this is the person. But that's 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 your image. That's your dream. That's literally just a dream that you're having. And so when you meet the real thing, you're like, well, that, the two things don't match. You must, be, you, you must be false. You know, these people are not mm-hmm. false. These people are just not what you thought they were because you never really got to know them.
0: Yeah. And then that goes into like having expectations. You go in, you have this expectation of who they're going to be based off your own perception of them. And then when yeah. they are who they are. And they fail to meet your expectation, then there's this dissonance. There's this this, this like cognitive or this yeah. imbalance. Well,
1: yeah, they just, they're just kind of like, well, they don't, maybe they don't think about this and they're like, well, how? Like, why is this person different? You know, they just, mm-hmm. they're upset because they don't realize that that was their illusion. They just think that the person kind of fooled them in some sort of way. They're like, oh, you, you made me think that you were this kind of person and then you weren't. Mm. And that's not really the case. And that that happens between all kind of people, like and texting. I mean, it's good for like, I don't know, it's like what time I'm gonna pick you up tomorrow morning, like mm-hmm. nine o'clock. That's fine. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. but when you start dating and dating or do oh, stuff gosh, like yeah.
2: that,
1: I mean, you know, God. it's not you can't you can't expect to have a true knowledge of the other person or true encounter until you actually encounter the person. And even when, be very careful to not put your mind first, because we only notice the projections of other people, like what like what, are, what we notice of other people is what's already within ourselves. Otherwise, how would we notice that? I mean, think about it. Like when you see a person and you judge that person in any sort of way, positive or negative, it means that somewhere within you, you already have that information. So what you're seeing is not that person. You're seeing the information in your mind that is enabling you to judge that person. You see, it doesn't, you're not actually. Every time that you think about something, you're putting your mind in front of the object of your thoughts. Mm. The only way to see reality for what it is is just observe it without judgment, without any thoughts whatsoever. And that's the whole point of like any practice of meditation and yoga. And that's why it's nothing. And it's not nothingness because the experience goes to nothingness. It's because when you calm your mind and you empty it completely, then it's going to become a complete transparent field of information which just everything is going to be much just clear but you're not going to have any thoughts so we call it empty so people can understand it
0: okay the next topic is the great flood
1: the great flood that's a good one so uh well we all know about atlantis right and those kind of stories and uh the bible thing, like um -hmm. the story of the flood so I guess we could like so basically like I, I, I'm interested in that topic because of uh, I, I strongly believe that there was an ancient there, there, there was someone in an ancient civilization on planet Earth back 10 15,000 years ago at least we don't know like we, we we know actually someone was there at the time we actually do know that we don't know how far back they go when they start, nothing about that. And we don't know where they come from. We might some people think they're aliens, some people think they're just another civilization like ours, just that just fell down. Some people think that they come from inner earth. Maybe it's all of them, you know? Like we don't why 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 could why that does it have to be just one? I mean <laughs> you know, it's it could be really whatever uh But there was someone, and uh we have buildings that they like. It's not. It's not quite like they. They will like the Matrix and society will tell you that that's just a theory, but it's not. I mean, like when you have a building and you can date it thirty thousand years back, how much of a theory can it be? I mean, it's there. <laughs> we have boats, You know, like, we we dig them out. We have uh cities that come come like that were buried nine thousand years ago. Why did they do that? Actually, nine thousand years. Yeah, eight eight. eight uh, yeah, nine thousand years, more or less. They buried them. So when did they build them? Why did they bury them? Like, why did they actually intentionally went there and buried an entire city? How do you do that? How how would we be able to bury an entire city? No, because we don't have like the technology to do that. I mean, in order to construct the the pyramid of Giza, we would need five billion dollars and five years of constructions nonstop with the technology of today. How did they do it back then? They'll tell you slaves, but slaves do not have that precision. You need engine like you need a precision everywhere every single block that you put on you need like absolutely insane engineering in order to do that so and you can't make a mistake because how like how are you just going to do it again no you can't so the whole thing is is really weird like when when you look at the pyramid um that's that's maybe maybe the most insane thing that we have on this planet and it makes you wonder and so when you wonder you start reading about these guys and um something that's that comes out of every culture around the world is that at some point something happened something crazy happened and uh, the gods were angry or whatever they want to call it something completely devastating happened and completely wiped off everybody and so we have evidence of um, this story every, all over the world we have evidence of the fact that there was someone indeed and so you know the thing the two two, these two things makes you wonder okay is there then evidence of a flood and the answer is yes We have evidence of a flood, we have evidence Mm -hmm. of a flood 12,000 years ago. Actually we have evidence of a complete change of uh, geology all over the world from 12,000 years ago. It's called the Younger Dryas um, period. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And we don't know how to explain it because we were coming out of an ice age in that period, uh, in those millions of years. And at some point it just dropped, the temperature just dropped again suddenly. Mm -hmm. And then it stayed down for a thousand years Um, and then he it spiked back up even even more. It's even weirder to spike back up. Like we don't know what happened in those two, in those uh, 1900 years. But two events definitely happened. One that brought down the mm-hmm. temperature and one that spiked it back up. And when it spikes back up, then it makes sense to believe that, well, if the temperature goes up, then the glaciers melt and the water comes up, you know. And so there is actually, uh, of course, I can't put all this information into a post, but there is actually theories that say that there is two floods or two events one was the first one and there is many researchers that believe that that was an, caused by an impact of a comet or a meteorite that impacted the north pole of the earth at the time it was completely iced so the impact would have melted a shit ton of ice in no matter mm-hmm. of a matter of seconds and it would all reverse into the entire ocean which would have flooded the entire north american uh, side and we have evidence of the uh, of the debris of the impact. Um, look up Graham Hancock. is he, the best in this kind of field. He, he researches so much of it. And he, he, he made a couple, like three or four books in which all this information is completely down detailed. And uh, it's a, it's an amazing work. It's uh, I'm grateful for that person to exist. And he talks also about many other things like psychedelics and, mm. and stuff like that. So Graham Hancock. And um, I read one of his books, Magicians of the Gods. And he talks about all this stuff. And so we have evidence of this Impact. We can't prove it yet because we haven't found the crater or the actual meteorite, but if that happened, we have literally every single uh, thing that would have happened with it, every single consequence of, a, of an impact of a, uh, of a meteorite on, on the north cap of uh, Earth is actually that there is evidence of that everywhere around the world and so when you look back at the history like many of these cultures mostly in America which would be the continent devastated by all of this they also talk about a big event that brought years of darkness thousands of years of da- like a big period of darkness and then after that darkness we wrote, they rose again and so mm. this could be that you know these years of darkness like it could be the darkness that came onto Earth because of that. And the the the, the meteorite uh, hypothesis, the impact hypothesis, actually would also explain the thousands of years of darkness because it would just be the impact of that thing just clouded the atmosphere, of course. Mm-hmm. And it would explain also the black rain that some uh, South Americans talk about in some cultures. And so that's one event. And then you got another event, which is at the end of that cycle when the temperature comes back up and and then you have you have evidence of the fact that the water rose all over the world for example uh you know easter island right people like. Yeah, people are like, I wonder why <laughs> they went into that little tiny. Can you island? just for
0: anybody that's listening? Can you just briefly what is Easter Island?
1: Oh, Easter Island is an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's one of the most isolated places in the world, and there is these structures on the island which uh, are faces, pretty much, of made of stone, and uh, probably everybody has seen a picture of them. And these faces have just been planted there. Nobody knows where, why, now, when, why, and uh, by who, right? But it turns out that before this cataclysm, before the waters of the of the earth rose so much, that wasn't just an island. There was a bunch of islands all over the place. It was a complete new. It's a complete like, set of islands, and and so we are in the same position that we would be with like the pyramids of Giza or whatever. We have these huge structures that are deep down in the ground, like you can literally dig them for like 60 meters or something. I don't know. I'm not accurate. But when you look at the pictures, it's like there's much more down underground than what there is up. And so -hmm. you're like, well, that has been there for a while, you know, like that's just geology. And then you're like, well, it doesn't make sense because it's just an island in the Pacific. But wait, actually, 10,000 years ago, that wasn't an island in the Pacific. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of islands. So now it makes sense, you know. And so... You just keep what, like you keep looking for these things, and then you have things in Asia. You have Gunung Padang. And this is a this is a site in Asia which is a pyramid that is buried down. 30, it seems to be old thirty thousand years, you know. Then you have, um, yeah, like the, the the city that they buried and that I was talking about earlier. It's called Göbekli Tepe. It's in Turkey. It's one of the oldest officially recognized human uh, sites that was built, and it's it's dating like to uh, nine thousand and six hundred bc which is exactly exactly when the temperature spike came up wow. so those guys yeah the, the 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 latest um diggings find that they all over the world something happened then. and then you have for example um on the py- if you study the pyramids there's a bunch of things that there's a, like on, on the great pyramid of Giza, there is the entire the whole the dimensions of our planet encoded in the pyramid uh, including they're directed towards true north within just the smallest fraction of a degree. It's mm-hmm. really
2: insane. I oh, I, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 there is so much about the pyramid. Yeah,
2: and, and don't um, they all they align with the constellation or Orion's belt?
1: Go. Yeah. Yeah, they align today. The thing is that today they're they align with Orion's, but um, mm-hmm. the Earth kind of moves very 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 slowly through a period of twenty five thousand years, and so the constellation can change. And so when you look at the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing kind of kind of looks like a cat, right? I mean, you know. Yeah. And, and we if you look at it, you can know that behind the face, something fell off. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, you know what? That could have very, very easily been a lion. And so when you look at a lion and you look at, like you kind of align it with the sky, you see that 10,500 years ago, exactly in the between of that dark period, that the things would have faced the lion constellation. And so you're like, oh, that's that's something. I mean, and not just every any day of the year. The lion constellation would have shown up at like um, at the equinox, I think, or the solstice, one of the two. I think it was mm-hmm. the I think it was the spring equinox, like 21st of March. Not sure. Um, but that's that's what that's what happens. And when you have that, then you have the the I don't remember exactly, but uh, the the entire compass of Giza, the three pyramids plus the Sphinx. Pointing at the lion at the same time would point uh, at the constellation of Orion in a completely different degree. That to get all together, sh- like points at the date of ten thousand and five hundred years ago, as, as if they were they put a clock on the ground and be like, yes, we like we put like when we did this, that was what we went. Like they just they're pointing at a date in time, which is ten thousand and five hundred years ago, and. And either it's that date on Giza, for example, but then there is like the Mayans and there is mm-hmm. like the Turkish guys. And these guys point at a date, but they don't point at 10,000 years ago. They point at that right now. They point at today. And mm-hmm. that's even weirder because you're like, okay, what, like, what are they trying to say? And when mm-hmm. people, like when myths talk about the future, they and about now actually, because they all point at right now, like the exact period that they point at when you look at the mm-hmm. sky seems to be between 1980 and 2040. So wow. It's a window of time. Mm-hmm. And so guess what's happening wow. between these times? I mean, you know, And so those guys <laughs> said, be careful because that's when you're going to be put in the same exact situation as the the last time. and when and all these people, when when you when you read all the texts, then mm-hmm. what comes into your mind is the myth of Atlantis because it's a well is a very well detailed story about an old civilization that was here. They lost mm-hmm. contact with the spirit, and as a cause of that, god which is the the universe manifested that destruction on planet earth so that they could start again and now like right after that destruction you got this bunch of little sites archaeological sites or cities and they're all like guys this is where it's going to happen again so be ready for it and now here we are and we have all this technology and we've completely lost contact with our spirit and so now it's time to come back and be like yo (laughs) we need to go back because we're not like we can't reset again i mean we can this is the last time this is probably not the last time there's never the last time but this is a very big cycle and um mm-hmm. yeah and this is another another <laughs> yeah.
0: okay so we are almost to the end so we wanted to we have a couple of closing questions okay, yep. nicole go ahead
2: do you okay. want to ask sure Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the one that makes sense to go first out of the two. Well actually we have three closing questions. Yeah. Um, first off I am really curious to know what your top 3 favorite topics, theories or philosophies are.
0: We might have to shorten it to one your Yeah, we one. don't
2: we don't have to go
0: and we don't have to go <laughs> into just, like a I'll dive just, I
2: might, just I'll like, like naming. Okay, no,
1: don't worry. Yeah, yeah. just I like I really like um, the Tao, the philosophy mm-hmm. of the Tao. Because it's really neutral in a sense; it doesn't talk about like it talks about reality. It talks about just it does. It talks about the Tao. That's what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I like all. I really like all practices. Anything that has to do with spirit, honestly, I mean, really interested. I have some. Uh, I really vibe with everything that is an Asian comes out of Asian cultures. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure why i might have some past lives down there because <laughs> i really i really vibe with like the t- tibetan teachings and uh, yoga uh, mm-hmm. qigong which is a chinese practice and um and all that then i like i think that another one of my doors is my own theories which come out of my experiences mm-hmm. and that would be actually the main thing that i would suggest also to people like build your own thing i mean. First, build your own thing and then compare it around. Don't do the mm-hmm. opposite. Because if you first co- if you first study something else, then when you're gonna have your experiences, they're gonna be filtered by what you what you already know. They're gonna be like, oh, am I experiencing that? But mm-hmm. if you do the opposite, if first you, you start meditating and have your experiences, and then you'll be like you start reading the Tao or something, you're like, oh, that's what I got. That's why yes. I experienced. It's a much, much better validation. It's much easier to progress. If you first put your experience, have the courage to just go in the, no, just don't, don't look for advices before you do it. Just, just do it. Just, just go mm-hmm. for it. And for what, what's in our side of the world, I really like alchemy, even if I'm really having a, not, not a hard time understanding, but it's cryptic messages, right? So like, for example, I have like books like this, which is, is these are books of alchemy. It's a, it's a, it's a study of just like different art, like artistic expressions of like, uh yeah, the universe from a Christian, so to speak, sort of view, which is very, it's, yeah, it really fascinates me because it's really confused. There is a mystery behind that. You know, there is there, like Christianity is a very, very, very interesting topic in my opinion, just not because, because it's really a mix of a lot of things, you know, it's, um, uh, and like, there, is, there is a figure of Christ, which is, in my opinion, is a figure that you can, uh, it's like the Buddha or um, uh, any sort of master that reaches enlightenment and then just teaches it. And then you have these institutions that try to take over this guy and just make their own thing out of it. And then you have a bunch of researchers that were like, yes. It's like the church is not really telling the truth, but there's truth behind. And there is this kind of war through history. And you have guys like, for example, even Leonardo da Vinci or um, Dante, which which are two Italian, very, very famous artists. They, oh,
0: Dante's Inferno? And,
1: yeah, Dan, 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 Dante's well, old da- Divine Comedy, actually. The B- Divine yeah, Comedy. I love, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I love that's, it. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah that's, uh, I'll, I'll probably start. I intend to study that very, very deeply in my life because I think that there is much truth into that but mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm fascinated by uh by this uh vi- vibration because i f- like i'm fascinated by the way they 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 they, they put a mystery a veil mm-hmm. behind their truth, you know, and this, uh, when you, when you kind of take it out, you're like, Oh, that was actually very smart. I mean, you, you, hi- you were hiding the truth because you wanted to protect it so that you know that even if some guys hijacked the message of Christ,
2: mm-hmm.
1: managed to go to, to make it go through history so that someone else at the end of the tunnel would actually be like, Yeah, okay, but the the guy right there still had his, mm-hmm. his, his point kind of thing. So, yeah, I would say that, like, the dream, yeah, this, this uh, these are, um, great. Uh, by like waves of thoughts that I have so yeah okay
0: the next is what's your go-to detox maybe it's like a detox supplement maybe it's
1: food it uh my um so yeah I mean if you want to detox just eat right like food that the food and just are you a vegetarian you are you vegan no 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 i don't i don't like i don't necessarily believe in that i believe that if you like i, I believe that you hum, humans human bodies are all different some people can manage to live with biological fuel that comes from plants other can't Other would get very sick if they just avoided meat other mm-hmm. people would get very sick by eating meat so i think we're all very very different uh, i personally eat meat i always try to get good quality meat and like the quality of the food is what what really matters mm-hmm. of course meat is kind of a more raw energy than for example um a fruit but you can't eat only fruit like people be like oh fruit is a karma free free food then it's great that it is but it's uh, we're not ready for it i mean like it's great that we already can understand these things but our biological system is not ready to just let go of all these things like it's we're just not ready for it we need more evolution in the, like some people are some people can but not everybody otherwise steve jobs which w- was only eating fruit, wouldn't have got two cancers you know it's mm-hmm. it's um so it's, that's a great point yeah i mean like it's so um, but the way you eat it's everything if you want to detox stop eating stop getting like just sit down meditate go out for walks don't do anything eat the less possible let your system dry like clean like get out do some movement at some point you're gonna feel empty when you're feeling empty empty both mentally and physically then 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 that's when you can start with some very good food then you know you do maybe one day you don't you don't need a law you you really try to just keep yourself like not alive of course because you still stay, you stay alive one day of food, without food it's not the end of the world but <laughs> to you, me it you, is if you, if you wanna, okay <laughs> well fair enough fair enough i, I, no, I have to i like have now. to die i
0: have to dial down my snacking it's like a problem but anyways that's fine.
1: yeah that's 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 the best way to detox honestly and i'm like honestly i'm not like i snack like sometimes you know but like i i feel it and then I'm, mm. there's a point where i'm like okay that's like you know there's maybe i want to have a week in which i want to channel some work i want to do stuff and the more I go on with with my lifestyle, the more I'm realizing that there is, is not really something that I need anymore. I'm like, really, I I don't care about all these things. I'm just gonna, I just prefer to just feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just, I mean, everybody, the way the best way to detox is just go within yourself and find your own way to detox, you know? I'm not, I I don't know what's your best way to detox, you know? Exactly. I can can find out. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important. Um, There's so many different diets, different fad diets and all these things. And I think, going back to our intuition going back to how we listen to our own bodies only us only ourselves are going to know what's good for us but you know looking externally for and you see it like all of these crazy diets that are going on like you really got to figure out what's right for you so that's that's perfect Mm -hmm. okay are you ready for the last question go for it okay so (laughs) i know we talked offline but what's one song that penetrates your soul
1: Okay, so I actually, the three that I sent to you guys, I thought about it and all the three were great. So
0: they were good. Um,
1: the first one is uh, The Suburbs. It's called The Suburbs by Mr. Little G. I don't know why. So I have no idea, but it just, it just, you know. And then I really like two songs from uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, Marooned is one of them. And actually, yeah, this two this year two are good. Like, oh, I'll stop at this year. Really- <laughs>
0: well, okay, now, you know, we, we're already halfway there. Just give us the third one.
1: Uh, like actually, like the thing is that the third one is always like <laughs> there is always one different. i like "Shine on Your Crazy Diamond" is a song that I really like just because it's some like Say right now in. I'm thinking about that one. "Shine on Your Crazy Diamond" Shine by on Pink your Floyd. Crazy diamond, it's a 13-minute-long okay. song and it's a trip. Mm-hmm. Like you just put it on, just lay lay <laughs> on your bed or something, just put it on and go. Okay, I mean, you just you just go. It's uh yeah. So this this is a good song.
0: Perfect. well thank you for joining us i've I've, we just time traveled it's almost two and a half hours
1: well that's that was amazing that was a great i really had enjoyed my time here and um I like yeah maybe maybe we can do it again or if i start my podcast we can do yeah
2: we will definitely have to do something if you start soon
1: do that and get to get excited about life because this is the best moment to be alive and there is so much that um right now spirit can do and en- energy can do that we like it's for people it's great if we just go within ourselves, you know, just in any way. Yeah, you want to do a meditation, do it. But find yourself, go in tune with who you are and join this movement, uh not a stick, but just the movement of like the move this movement of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and just join the fight because we're just gonna we're just gonna change the world we're going to create a new one and then we're going to welcome everybody and just create a huge party that's going to go to infinity
2: that's you what know? i that's, think that's, too. that's the plan i think that's we're all what... in the fight together and that's yeah. what really yeah. motivates so that's what Let's just motivates keep
1: it in. up this is we're winning we're great we're doing fine uh, <laughs> the, the new earth is just is just ahead we just we just need to manifest it and then everybody's just going to have like the best time
0: and where can they find you
1: so Estegua is uh, for now, I would say on Estegua project on instagram that's just for now it's the best mm-hmm. thing we're we're working on doing other platforms eventually well our project is to create a new platform, actually, like a complete new platform that's gonna just change a few things and but just, that's just language <laughs> exactly. just change a few things <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh but yeah that's the that's the, in the future there was going to be all of that but right now yeah if you wanna get in touch a stay with telegram you find the link through through instagram or okay. you can just type a where i think you will find it because uh, i i don't post a lot but you know it's always good to have like back channels oh, and definitely. sometimes I, i'm gonna start posting some stuff on telegram because i think that's uh that's an actual a good a good way to to spread some information that you, you might not be able to spread on other channels and you guys know what i mean
2: mm-hmm. um
1: so yeah these two channels for now are great and if you want to contact me privately there is like dm me or send me a, an, an email at estegua.protonmail.com uh, um, sorry estegua at protonmail.com. and uh, yeah so that's how you found me and yeah i'll reply to everybody who reaches out so
0: i <laughs> know you replied to me thank you yeah, yeah thank yeah, you so no much
1: worries. yeah no, like that. thank you guys for bringing me on. Like this is amazing this is this has been great so
0: thank you for assassinating the matrix with us
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's been a pleasure, absolutely.